We all have bucket lists. As a lifelong sports fan, mine is full of tons of different sporting events and venues, from the NBA, NFL, Olympics, and beyond. However, my greatest bucket list item is something I want to share with the world and fans like me. What if you could attend a home college football game for all 130 and counting FBS programs? Seems crazy, right? Join me, your host, Bobby Wilson, as I take you along for the ride to see all the FBS venues and more. This is the TNT College Football Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the very next episode of the TNT College Football Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Wilson. Glad to be back on on another Monday night. Hope everybody's doing well. This is, of course, our uh, weekly episode where Justin and I are going to be talking UConn football. So, Justin, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How about you? I'm good, buddy. Uh, obviously, Saturday was a little tough, but well, you live and you learn, I guess. Yeah, I mean, with with Saturday, um, you know, going in six and five, uh, you know, play, playing against a, a a really a really tough team uh, army. Uh, they could really play tough. Uh, you know, it, it was at at some points it was uh, it was a tough battle, and uh, but you know, it, army just got to us at the very end. That's a disciplined group right there, that's for sure. And I mean, you wouldn't you wouldn't expect anything less though. Yeah, no, definitely. And they Army's a type of team too that knows how to, you know, uh make make another team like really tired. I mean, they they just run, 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 run. That's all they do. Absolutely. And <clears throat> of course, the beginning of the game got off to a real rocky start, that's for sure. I mean, uh, our first possession, we have a block punt that they score a touchdown. So, I mean, it, it, we're behind the eight ball from the get-go. Yeah, no, it, it, it seemed like, you know, uh, Kerriton, uh it seemed like he was kind of off the whole game. Uh, right right after that blocked uh, punt, it just seemed like he couldn't get his, uh, get his you know, his, his head in the game almost. And, uh I know they did move to uh, uh, Perlicky, another punter that did really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, some... yeah, that was that was a really bad start of the game. <laughs> right, right, and and like the whole first quarter, I mean, we we dominate time of possession, which is something that we we needed to do playing against an option team. I mean, you're used to them controlling the time of possession, but then we just couldn't get on the scoreboard. Yeah, no, we we really, you know, we could have we could have been on the scoreboard. I mean, with uh, you know Victor Rosa stepping on the pylon, uh, and yeah, the ball not crossing the plane, and there's a you know a few other times we really could have you know re- really been in a in, in a good position to uh, to control the ball game. We just couldn't do that. I understood the Victor Rosa pylon situation when in the review there i mean that's just an unlucky break there but the robert burns review there there was no definitive angle to overturn the call so i i just didn't understand that one yeah no i i I really think that they uh they they messed up on that one because uh after i looked at it you know a thousand times since they you know did the replays on a tv um I, I, you, 
you really couldn't overturn that call. I agree. It was just like one of those things where it was just like, what what are they looking at? Exactly. And, you know, you, you can even see other, other, other games, you know, even like NFL and stuff, and they would, they would have called that a touchdown. And I, I, I swore it was a touchdown, but, you know, they, they, they reviewed it and they definitely saw it different than us. Absolutely. I mean, it was, it, it was tough there. And then, I mean, you're, you're on the goal line multiple times there and you don't get seven either time. So, I mean, that, that really hurts. Yeah, I mean, you know, Army, they, they always like to stack a goal line. They always have a good goal line defense. And there was times there where, you know, run, running it right up the middle, it, it's, it's, re, it's really tough to get past, you know, these, those defense alignments. And, you know, it, it, at, at times they could have, you know, they really could have pulled, pulled the ball away. Zion Turner could have ran opposite direction for a touchdown. They could have had, you know, you know, more more wide receivers open, uh, tight ends. I mean, they we, we we've definitely played better. You know, goal line offense in the the last past uh, games there. One hundred percent. I mean, one of the one of the things that comes came to mind while I was watching it was why why don't we utilize Justin Jolie in that situation? Yeah. No. I I totally I totally agree with you. I mean. Justin Jolie would have given us, uh, you know, a better, de- definitely a better um, option to, you know, score. And I feel like, you know, we really need to use him more. One hundred percent. I mean, I, you know, I'm on that bandwagon. Yes, and you know, we, we've we've said it before too. You know, with UConn football, you know, tight ends, you know, in the past was just a huge a huge thing for you, uh, UConn and that kind of, you know, it almost spreads the, the field too a little bit and just limiting yourself like that. It really, you know, it's, it's really tough. It's really tough to watch. Right. I mean, I, I, I do want to stress though, and I know you'll agree with this. I mean, we're not here to criticize coaching and coaching decisions and everything. I mean, we're, that's not what we're here for. I mean, we're just here to kind of banter back and forth about things. But at the same time, I mean, there were there were a couple situations where you, where you kind of see some things and you get a little frustrated. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's there was times where you know we could have we really we could have actually played you know more of an option on the goal line and uh, or had you know a little trickery with uh, Kale Millen and uh, Zion Turner just like we saw in the FIU game. And I really, I really think that if we, you know, I'm played a little more aggressive like that. Um, we definitely, we probably could have really ramped the score. Certainly. And maybe, maybe we're saving that stuff for a bowl game. I don't know. I'm not positive. I mean, you know, it, it, it almost seems like this year, the, the game plan has changed many times and, you know, I, I know a lot of fans and everyone, uh, you know, we're, we're always like, why, why, you know, what, why, why are we going away from what actually works, you know, sometimes. And I, I just, sometimes I don't understand it, but it's, you know, it's what's, it's, it's what the coaches see on the field, and, you know, and 
And at the end of the game, we have to respect that. Very true. I couldn't agree more. Uh, Let's let's talk about the defense a little bit. I mean, they gave up that huge run in the third quarter, something that hasn't really happened all in a while, at least. I mean, uh, something like that was just kind of surprising. Yeah, it, it really was. Um, with, with that big run, I definitely saw something that I was preaching, you know, uh, preaching about all season. And I saw everybody getting caught inside. Mm-hmm. And Army, once you get caught inside, there's no, there's no, you know, re- recuperation there. I mean, it's usually a big run. And I've seen defensive ends get caught inside. You know, linebackers got caught inside. Nobody was... Nobody was just doing outside containment, and if they did, they could have definitely stopped that uh, run. One hundred percent. I mean, it, it's we we talked about it uh, going into last week on our episode. I mean, you gotta stay, you gotta keep contained. You gotta stay in your, you gotta stay in your spot. Know know what your role is in each play, and they just lost containment. Exactly, and. You know, there was there was one play there that, you know, I, I really saw Price Yates do a really nice job and disrupted the play. And there was another time, too, where Ian Swenson, you know, disrupted the play also. And the thing is, is that, you know, we're, we're, we've, we've actually became, you know, a really uh, disciplined defense. And this game, I don't know if it was, you know, in their heads or anything like that or they were just tired, but, you know... It, Playing against an army, you almost have to. You you really have to play tough. And mm-hmm. I I actually know that you know Jim Moore never really coached um, against a team that like 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 an army offense. And I'm I'm sure it was pretty tough for him and his coaches. Uh, defense, you know, it, it it seemed like in the beginning they they you know had had a good game plan, and then after that it seemed like you know army knew exactly what we're gonna do. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with that. It, come the second half, you could just kind of see that they were in control and that they just kind of knew what they needed to do and they were able to do it without too much of an issue. Yeah, it's it's just, you know, it it could have it definitely could have went a different way. Um, you know, our 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 defense, I I, I they actually know their they're, they're better than that. And we, we all know they're better than that. And, you know, hopefully if, if we do make it to a bowl, we could definitely see, you know, an in, improvement there. Absolutely. And I, I will say, though, it, it is kind of nice to, I mean, obviously we're disappointed, but, I mean, we got six wins. And I know the coaching staff and the players aren't happy with that. They're not happy with being average. But, from a fan's perspective, it's it's nice that we can be a little down when this happens in this scenario because because of what we've seen the past month and a half. Exactly. I mean, you know, starting out starting out one and four in the season, we're all like, oh no, what's 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 going to happen? And then you know, UConn, you know, they they regrouped. Uh, coaches put the right players in in, in position. And you know we we were uh, we had a record of five and one going in the army now five and two but that's still really good, right? I mean it, with with all the injuries and everything like that too, you know uh, 
a lot of a lot of fans and uh, you know they're, they're like oh here we go again but you know this team never never quit and I I I am so happy with this team you know six and six it, we haven't seen that since 2015 so it's definitely something that you know it's it's something that now now we want to strive even even more than that and I totally understand you know Jim Moore and the coaches too want to do that absolutely I mean you, you gotta <clears throat> you gotta expect the the most out of everybody and and I know that that's what they do and and you can see it day in and day out just how they uh, respond to every situation uh, it, it, and hey maybe it's you and I's fault that they lost since we said they were going to win six games. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> if it is, we're, we apologize, Husky Nation. It's our fault. But, hey, it, either way, we still got to be really proud of this team and how they responded, especially that second half of the season. Super proud of the coaching staff and just what, they, what they've been able to do uh, with, with this team. Just, just a fantastic job. I mean, I, I get to vote on many awards, and I nominated Jim Moore for Coach of the Year. I mean, that that's I put him in my top three. So I mean, that's I feel like that's how great of a job he's done with this team. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, I I think Jim Moore, you know, did a really awesome job. Uh, UConn. UConn football has never seen a quick turnaround within a year like that, and it's it's something, you know. I I, I really do think the players respected him, and you know be, because he never gave up. You know the players never gave up, and he's just you know he he is just an, an a really awesome coach, and uh, you know I'm 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 very grateful to you know have him coaching at, at UConn. Absolutely. I know, I know all of UConn nation agrees with that. I mean, <clears> that <throat> there's not a better man for this job. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it, it was crazy because since, since he first, you know, came in, I mean, ESPN has been covering him like crazy and, you know, other media outlets too. And I, I really do think that he opened a lot of people's eyes saying, Hey, you know, if, if you do want to come coach here, this team can, this team can definitely win. And it's, it's something like, you know, don't, don't look at, you know, uh, UConn football as just, you know, coming here and pretty much, you know, retire, you know, it, you know, coming here just to retire and lose games. See, it's set, you know, he, he's kind of setting the bar saying, you know, if you really want to coach and you really want to, you know, step up, you, you can come here and, uh, and and just make a great time for yourself. One hundred percent. I mean, I I don't want to like, I don't want to like dive too deep into the army game. I mean, I think we can all agree could have went a completely different way. We don't want to like kind of relish on that. Just kind of move on, and hopefully, hopefully we get another game. I, I'm 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 really hoping because they definitely deserve it. They, they 100% do. I think that's one of those games where you kind of take the tape and you burn it type of thing. Yes. And, you know, you, you, you live and you learn. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, if they do have one more game, 
you know, look, look at, look at the mistakes that you have done mm-hmm. and just approve upon that and just have fun. Absolutely. Well, I, I know that we've seen tons of rumors on where we may go for a bowl game. Um, we could go down the line of all the places that everybody has said. I mean, not having a bowl tie-in seemed has seemed like a detriment. But I, I personally, it personally doesn't seem like there's going to be enough uh, teams that qualify. So I, th- I think it's almost certain that we get in. Um, whether it be the Myrtle Beach Bowl or the New Mexico Bowl, uh, Quick Lane Bowl, um, any of the bowls, the um, what the Camilla Bowl, the Boca Raton Bowl. I've I, I've seen so many different uh, different rumors and and such, and uh, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, and it's it's crazy because a lot of a lot of people were saying, oh, independent, you know. You're not going to go to a bowl even if you are six and six or even better. And you know, it's it, it's funny to see that you know once once we became six and six, um, the laundry list of bowls that we could potentially go to, and it's it's all because of the UConn brand. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that other teams that you know their their brand isn't you know that flashy like a UConn, um, you know, might be looked over, but. Because of how this year went, I have a, I have a feeling that you know people do want to see uh, UConn in the bowl, and 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 you know the the, the right bowl will definitely be calling uh, UConn. Absolutely, I, I think whether whether UConn goes to the Fenway Bowl in Boston or if they end up in Texas or Alabama or Florida, wherever it is, UConn Nation is going to travel and support the team. Oh yeah, and it's. You know, UConn Nation is definitely spread across the uh, country too. So, mm-hmm. which whichever bowl they go to, I'm I'm pretty sure you know fans will either either travel because it's going to be way warmer than Connecticut, or mm-hmm. you know it might be as cold as Connecticut. But you know, it's I I think that everybody's so excited, uh, and you know there a, a lot of us way back. You know, I I actually think we took you know took it for granted almost and now that you know we 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 saw our downtime and now it's our time to shine uh there's going to be a lot of support absolutely what do you have a preference justin well i would definitely like the myrtle beach uh bowl i second that (laughs) i wouldn't mind i mean it's it's a it's a pretty quick flight down and uh I I know they're uh, they have direct flights too uh, during that time. What, what it, it's like twelve uh, December thirteenth, right? Nineteenth. Uh, Nineteenth, yeah. So that's perfect. It's a perfect uh, Christmas gift. Absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> I second that. That, that. I'm all for that. <laughs> I mean, the second bowl. If I really had to say it, it would probably be you know the Fenway Bowl. Mm-hmm. But I haven't really seen them uh, projected in that one. Yeah. So uh, I'm 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 really hoping it's you know somewhere close on the East Coast. <clears throat> very very true. And uh, like 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 we said, I mean either way, Hus- uh, Husky Nation is just going to be full force to get there. Oh yeah, and it, it it actually might be the you know the 
the most uh, broad, you know, the, the highest broadcasted uh, game too. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm really hoping to, to make it to the bowl wherever it is. And because it's, I've, I've never went. So it's definitely going to be something, you know, I'm, I'm definitely going to check up on. Absolutely. And I, I myself too, I mean, that's, it, it, it's something that I, I mean, I know you and I projected this team to get to win six games, but still to reach this point and have this opportunity, it's still uh, an amazing feeling. Yeah, it's it, it still almost feels like a dream, you know. Mm-hmm. It feels like, you know, coming into this season, you know, we, we projected six wins, but it could have definitely gone worse. Yeah. But it, it definitely... It definitely played itself out, and you know, I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm still ecstatic by it. I mean, we we beat the 19th team in the country this year. That's a huge goal. Um, you know, those those uh, a lot a lot of the rent games they were over you know 20,000 fans. That's huge. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that happened this year that you know was just kind of like a miracle, honestly. Right. <clears throat> well, another interesting thing that uh, that's come about or today or started today, really. I mean, the FCS te- FCS teams and their seasons have ended, so there were a ton of guys from the FCS level that hit the transfer portal today. So I, I saw a ton of names, a, t- a ton of guys that w- you would think would fit what UConn's doing. I mean, we've had some good success with some of the FCS transfers that we've gotten. Uh, Jake Gadone comes to mind right away, um, but it, it, it'll be interesting to see how that how that all shakes out. Yeah, no, I'm 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 pretty sure the coaching staff is is looking at that too, and mm-hmm. you know we've we've actually you know really you know got a lot of really good uh, transfers out of the Ivy League, and mm-hmm. I know there was. Uh, there was there was a few out of the Ivy League that hit the transfer portal, and there's a lot of guys that would actually fit. And I still think because next year UConn is going to be still younger, it'd be nice to get some uh, some uh, you know older guys in there just to you know so so then you know those those uh, young guys can actually get you know experience. They don't have to be rushed in right away. They can almost learn from them, and I, I really do think that's gonna, you know, that I I think that actually helped a lot of players this year too. Absolutely, I mean, like you said, the team's still gonna be young, and anytime you can get a guy that's played a ton of games to help the process out is huge. Oh yeah, and especially you know next year's schedule too to get to get some of those guys in would just be helpful because. It's a really, it's a really nice schedule where we could, you know, we could potentially get, you know, nine wins, mm-hmm. um, even squeak. If if we can get some of those guys, if we could, we could probably, you know, maybe squeak in ten wins. Um, but you know, e- e- even going eight and four would be amazing. Uh, I know, you know, a, a lot of those guys that came in, you know, this year too, just as you know, transfers. They were freshmen coming in also. I, I think they're going to be um, really awesome for us. Uh, I know uh, Dejon Harrison and Ethan Williams. I think those guys are going to make kind of a splash next year too. 
I can see that 100%. <clears throat> well, another another interesting thing that has kind of come out today, kind of hit the fan, uh, probably within the past couple hours. I mean, it there, there's some rumors going around with the Arizona State head coaching job. Um, I know you and I have kind of talked back and forth about this a little bit, um, and that <clears throat> Jim Mora is – high on the Sun Devils list. Um, I guess I'd like to hear your thoughts on that, Justin. Yeah, so, you know, I, I of course I went on Twitter and I thought it was going to be, you know, kind of not too exciting. <laughs> <laughs> but when I went on there, I saw he was high on the list and I said, oh my goodness, here we go again. I mean, uh, you know, it, it's it's something like, you know, from from the past interviews uh, or post game interviews, I heard of uh, Jim Mora. Um, I know that he wants to. He he definitely wants the state to, you know, put more money into football and uh, just be a hundred percent committed. And uh, you know, it's it. I, I I hate to see his name on list because you know we we just got it. It's, right. it's only been a year, and uh, you know I was I was like oh no. And for, for him to be on the list, I mean, he could have either interviewed or whatever. But uh, I, I, I don't know. I was, I was actually pretty speechless by it. Um, I was like, oh, no. Oh, no, we could lose him. And then I was, try, I was trying to think of, you know, of, of guys that could come in. I mean, Nick Charlton, he's definitely a guy that's, that was, you know, next in line. Um, that was going to be eventually, you know, as as stated, you know, appointed the head coaching position at UConn, um, but it just it just feels too early, you know. It still feels too early, and I'm hope I'm really hoping that he stays. I mean, I was thinking, you know, we could we could lose him in you know year three, let's say, if if UConn was really, I mean, up and coming and doing really well, um, but I didn't think it was going to be this early. I don't think he's going to leave. Um, I think he has definitely has the mission on uh, in you know in, in his mind to get UConn to a respectable point, and I'm hoping that you know he does stay. And I'm hoping Dave Bendick could definitely uh, you know work some things out with him. <clears throat> I I mean I agree. It's I. I... I don't think he leaves at all. I, I, I would actually almost go as far to say is I, I would, oh, I don't want to say I would guarantee it that he is staying because I mean, things happen, <clears throat> but I, I just personally don't think that there's any scenario where, where, he, where he's going to leave. I think he, he's, he's committed to this. He's in it for the long haul. I, I, I th like you said, I mean, year three, if they're blowing the doors off of everything, uh, yeah, if if you're getting an offer from and somebody in the ACE, uh, the SEC, Big Ten, I mean, if, if you're getting one of those big-time offers, yeah, I mean, you, you almost can't turn it down. <clears throat> but I, I really believe he's in it for the long haul. He, he's He's done so much already, but there's so much left to go, too. And, and I think he is fully committed on getting the Huskies into the ACC. I think he's fully committed into it. And he's, he's in those interviews. He said those things, 
because he knows what it takes to have a successful program at the highest level. And I think AD Benedict and the state are going to do the right thing and do what they need to do to not only keep Jim Moore here, but to make this football program the best it can possibly be. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, a, a, another thing to hit home too, you know, let's, let's say if he does leave for ASU and he doesn't have, you know, one to, you know, couple, two, three years, you know, things don't turn around. They, they would say, Oh, you're fired, you know, mm-hmm. and they have the boosters that pretty much, you know, make that decision sometimes you know the big the bigger programs boosters are huge uh at at uconn he could stay here and really build a program the right way and never have that worry in his mind either that he's going to get let go unless you know all of a sudden he goes 0 and 12 you know for two or three years then yeah but i have a feeling what, what what he started now he could definitely be a lifetime coach at uconn yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. I think he can he can be here as long as he wants. I mean, he's <clears throat> what what he's done this year, but what he's done outside of football too. Just to, he's he's raised the morale of of everything, and and I just, that's why that's why I just say that he he's in it for the long haul. Yeah, and it, it's it's something like you know a lot of coaches. They don't go out there and, you know, they they don't go to every team's, you know, sporting events. And, mm-hmm. you know, from, from the get-go, too, he was, you know, trying to get the students all engaged. And, you know, I, I, I know they had, like, an ice cream social thing he was at to get students there. And, you know, he he's I, – I, I think he's 100% committed. I mean, I would, I would be very shocked if, you know – after the season, I, you know, I, I see him leaving. I mean, that would just be kind of an unexpected thing. I agree. It, it would, it would really, really shock me if that happened. It just, but here, here's, here's the positive we can take from this is that UConn has had such, such a good season from a national perspective that Jim Mora's name is being mentioned in these yeah, no, that's you know that that's actually pretty good. I mean, to to have your coach after one year, you know, be be on lists like that, it it really it actually helps the university too, and it helps the it helps the UConn football program because you know any up and coming coach or any coach that has been around for a while could come here, and you know, I I don't want it to be a stepping stone, but. Mm-hmm. It possibly could be, um, and it, it, it could it could definitely open up some doors too uh, for for other coaches that wouldn't you know wouldn't have UConn on their radar to actually have it on their radar now. Right. I was talking to somebody else about this you know, about an hour ago or so, and <clears throat> we we both were discussing you can do something special at UConn with the football program. If you go to Arizona state, I don't think you're going to be able to do something special there. Like you can do at UConn. Yeah, no, with like, you know, with, with UConn too, um, you know, who knows? We might just say, ah, we don't want to, we don't really want to be at the rent anymore. We want to go on campus or, you know, UConn could be one of those teams too, where you could build a special where, you know, 
they could go to the C, you know, the the college playoff, uh, and you know, it's 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 something like you get you get this one chance to 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 make it right, and I, you know, UConn is 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 a place where a lot of people talk about it, and it's it's you know a national brand, and it's something. I I don't know. I, I I can't really explain it. I mean, it's 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 something special. I agree. I mean, I've learned that very quickly, and because I I was an outsider, and I've learned how special UConn is. Just everything about it, from the athletic programs to the institution itself, but most importantly, I mean, the fans are what makes it special. Yes, and 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 right right now we don't we we really don't see fans in the seats as, as much as we want to, but I mean, you have another good year next year. And then all of a sudden you're going to be filling up the rent and it's going to be crazy. I mean, I've, I've seen it where it was jam packed and, and people were standing actually uh, uh, down below near the concession stands. And uh, I mean, it's, it's something, I mean, it's, I, I think he's going to build something special where it's just going to be such a loud atmosphere and, you know, even scheduling down the road too. A lot of these bigger schools will definitely want us. They they might be scared to schedule us, but <laughs> that's good for us. <laughs> right, right. That's a good problem to have. <laughs> but but hey, they're not going to be able to schedule us because we're going to be in the ACC. <laughs> yes, and you know, it, it, cu- coming down the road too, we have a lot of ACC um, we teams do. on our schedules. Yep. yep. So I mean, it. It's almost a strategy game too. If if we go to the uh, ACC, uh, you know, you, so, some of those other games we might have to, you know, drop them and and just fill them up with the ACC teams. But um, yeah, I mean, it's I'm I'm really I'm I'm gearing towards I'm I'm pretty sure UConn will uh, will definitely do the ACC one day, and it just makes sense. Ad Benedict, if you're listening, bravo on the scheduling aspect there from the scheduling all those ACC teams. We see what you're doing, but bravo. (laughs) Yeah, no, he he definitely did a great job. I mean, a lot of the independent teams are having, you know, they they do have issues, and Mm -hmm. he's already filled quite a few schedules right now. So yeah, it it definitely is a bravo uh, for him. Yeah, I mean, we we talked about next year's schedule on last week's episode, but like next week, next year's schedule, I, I love it. I there's there's very winnable games, but at the same time, it, it's really it's there's good good potential rivalries being built. There's some P five teams coming to the rent. I mean, I, I just think the way it was built was really really well done. Yeah, no, it, it it really it really was. I mean, for those P five teams to come to the rent too, uh, you know, usually, usually they're like, no, you're going to come to to our field. But I'm so glad that you know they you know really do want to come and uh, play us. And I I think next year is going to be another you know magical year for UConn football. I agree. I I, I can't wait. Uh, and and this year's not done. I mean, we still we got one more game, like we said. But I, I I'm I just can't wait for for next season too. I mean, it's just it's it's just exciting to think about. Yeah, oh yeah, most that, yeah, and it, it, it it's nice because you know it um whatever whatever game we go to next, uh, 
you know, hopefully we win that. And hopefully next year, too, uh, we definitely get a, a bull tie-in uh, mm-hmm. contract somewhere. I think that's coming. I really do. I mean, uh, I, I saw uh, maybe a month or so ago, UMass got a bull tie-in contract. So, I mean, I think UConn's is coming. I, I'm, I'm not worried about that at all. Yeah, me neither. And uh, you know, for UMass, it took them a little while to get that. But I think for I think for UConn, the the positives that you know a lot of people are going to take out uh, of this year, um, I definitely see it coming probably next year. They're probably talking to uh, you know whoever mm-hmm. that they need to talk to and and get that done. I I agree. It's it's only a matter of time. Oh yeah. Well, Justin, you got anything else you want to hit on in this episode? Well, hopefully UConn goes gets into a great bowl, and I can't. I'm I'm so excited for them, and you know, if if, if we do go into the bowl, you know, good luck, guys, and I'm hoping to be there to root for you. Absolutely. I mean, both of us. I mean, we we we're we're just both so happy and proud of the players and coaches on the, on this team and what they've done this year. And we we can't say it enough. Just how, I mean, you, you make us all, all of Husky Nation, you make us excited and just proud to root for you guys. And I mean, it's it's just it's really cool. And you give guys like me and Justin an opportunity to talk about you and just have a lot of fun with it. Yes, and I'm you know I'm I'm very happy too that you know the Boneyard and Twitter also you know. There's a lot of positives, and and you know that's 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 what we needed, and I'm 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 so thankful for that. Absolutely, and, and I guess I'll do a, a self a selfish plug. I guess uh, just yesterday I I uh, I announced that I will be I will begin writing for uh, the Yukon Report uh, for Rivals.com. So I'm really, really excited to be a part of that. I, I'm just <clears throat> honored and blessed to be able to have that opportunity to to continue to get to know the fans, the players, the coaches. Just a, just a great opportunity to continue to grow the positivity around this uh, UConn football program from a national perspective. Yeah, and I, I, I have to say again, you know, congrats. That, that's, that's awesome. And I know you'll do well, and I think you're definitely going to have fun uh, uh, doing this too. Absolutely. Well, guys, we everybody listening, Justin and I always appreciate everybody who listens every week. It's it's you guys and the the team and the coaches, everybody. That's why we do this. It's it's a ton of fun, and we appreciate everybody who listens every week. Um, Justin, let the fans know where they can follow you. You can follow me, uh, Hawkeye282, on Twitter, or you can follow me on Instagram, JustinB860. Give them a follow, guys. Uh, you can follow me personally at Coach underscore BWill, or, of course, the podcast account at TNT College Foot One. Everybody have a good night. Go Huskies, and God bless. <laughs>